spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 326. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This, Jason Goss, my co-host. Hello. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Legends of Tomorrow, Camelot 3000. This is episode 212 of Legends of Tomorrow, by the way. Uh, to recap, Rip makes a quick run to the future to confront and murder Dr. Midnight, giving him the second of four pieces of the Spear of Destiny. The legends who arrive too late to intervene find the aftermath and a neat piece of mind control tech. Their next stop is Camelot, which it turns out is real. Stargirl has carefully influenced this time period so that it becomes the Camelot of Legend, where she is hiding herself as Merlin, and the third spear as the, or the piece, as the Sword of the Stone. The Legends arrive and quickly to befriend the Round Table in general, but Rip and Damien show up with a mind-controlled King Arthur and threaten to kill the king if the spear isn't delivered to them. After much debate, Stargirl does eventually hand the piece over to Vixen, seemingly avoiding the need for the Legends to participate in a doomed defense of Camelot. But Ray is just too inspired to help himself and refuses to leave the kingdom behind. Eventually, the team decides that they have to help Ray and Camelot as well. After Jax discovers the way to use the mind control tech they found earlier, Rory focuses his years of personal torment into the device, which destroys the tech, keeping Rip's army subservient to him. Arthur seemingly slays Rip on the battlefield and Damien leaves him for dead. Sarah, however, saves him, which may be a bad idea because Gideon still responds to Captain Rip, even if he's evil. Um, <laughs> inherently silly episode, I feel it like. It was just all over the place. I, I was happy with three, the year 3000. I guess there's not many places you can go with a light switch. <clears throat> that, that was funny. <laughs> that actually was one of Jax's best lines. I guess there's not many places you can go with a light switch. That's pretty... We've maxed out lights. here. What the, hell does a, what the hell does a light switch look like in the year 3000? Oh. Flip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, dude. Like, I, something that I was kind of annoyed by early on was like, Midnight was an underutilized character the first time we saw him, and this time he didn't make it to the uh-huh. title screen. I <laughs> know. And I mean, he's he's dead, dead, like uh-huh. D-E-D. Yeah, it's bad. It's yeah, he gone. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. it's bad. <laughs> but man, I gotta tell you, an evil Rip is maybe the most menacing thing I've seen on on at least Legends so far. Yeah, I kind of don't want him back. Well, I he's actually scarier than any of the villains they've put upon us so far. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about him that I'm more frightened of than you know. Savage sure as hell wasn't frightening. He was just weird. It's like having a rabid dog near you. Ah, yeah. Shara. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, it's 
pretty much a homeless man on bath salts. That's what he reminded me of most of the time. <laughs> yep. But and like Dark was scary because he had good you know good powers and he was he had so much fun being scary. But that was frightening in like an off putting way. But it wasn't actually frightening. Frightening like Rip can do actual evil pretty well. Mm-hmm. I'm just constantly impressed by Arthur Darvel. Yes, he's very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Um, I don't understand why they can't just hide the spear somewhere and then come back because they're time travelers. Because um, there was like this see. whole, like, we know we have to get away with this chunk of the spear. And like, no, we have to go back and save Ray. And uh, I was just kind of going, or just go put the spear somewhere for a minute and then go back in time. And save Ray, and then go pick up the piece of the spear later. Yeah, I think they they underutilize their ability to bounce around in time <clears throat> in the same way that I feel like Supergirl underutilizes her speed factor. Mm-hmm. But you know, you gotta you gotta let some some stuff kind of go every now and then. In a in a like in a show with so many powers, there's always like like we always have Firestorm sitting there. Like yeah, first thing that should have happened stuff. was like yeah, he should have transmogrified the spear, therefore destroying its its potency. First thing that should have happened. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we got to let some things go just to have a show. I don't know. Would it would it destroy its potency or would it just be like the puddle of destiny? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Make it into an or orange. Or even better. Like he, it's an orange of destiny the, then. Okay. The orange yeah. of destiny. <laughs> turn, it into a, turn it into a baby chick. The chick of destiny. Yeah. I'm actually on board that, and I think it would be a lot of fun, and I really wish I wrote for the show now. <laughs> People would hate me. Yes. Like, oh no, it's another David Robertson around the chicken of destinies? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, so. Turn it, turn it into a gas. <laughs> the gas of destiny. Like a wind, oh, a wind I'd, comes I'd, by and just like. Everything in the the immediate vicinity just changes for no good reason. Yeah, and I'd have to turn it into a guitar pick. Ah, yes, yeah, just just for a brief to make send the up. obvious reference. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't even make it through that movie, but I'd still send it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I made it all the way to uh, Grohl. I didn't even make it that far. Yeah, I made it made it to him at least. Um, question. <clears throat> sure. How? In what way does someone dress like a leper? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it was funny, like, they... oh, but you have to leave your leopard behind. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah. I mean, he dressed. He dressed more like the surfs in a Monty Python sketch, but not really like like yeah. like specifically. He reminded me of uh, Palin through most of the Holy Grail. That little mm. that little leather cap. Um. Oh man, I forgot when I mentioned Camelot the first time in this in the recap. I was gonna go Camelot, Camelot, Camelot. It's only a model. <laughs> and I totally forgot. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you still got to do it. I still got to do yeah. it, but it wasn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was still fun. You still enjoyed. It. You know, you got to you got to have some fun for yourself today. Yeah. So everything with Mick and uh, and Victor, uh, fantastic. Thieves have a certain smell. Yeah. I thought that was because you you didn't bathe. Um, <laughs> what did you take uh, later? Like in later, they're talking about the handy tech, and he uh, Mick just says like, and he took it off a dead guy. Even I was impressed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and my favorite of all of them, put the dog collar on, Professor. Mm-hmm. Or, or just after that, uh, Jax, Mick, and, and Victor, we'll let you know when it's time to take control of the evil army. Ah, I did enjoy finally that I one. get to fulfill my destiny. God help us. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <clears throat> I hate Ray. I, I just liked hate him. him. I, I, I knew that was going to be a, a thing we disagreed on. 
because I know yeah. how stupid he was. This and his, he was he was just this was dumb. But a long like all right, I even wrote it down. A long time ago, that dream meant the world to a little boy, and he still remembers. Like that that is a good line, and he's he's <sighs> acting really dumb. Sure, but he's acting really dumb in like a like a, a kind of adorable way that like only Brandon Routh could pull off. Yeah, but they're, he's fighting Damien Dark, and he's like, I am Sir Raymond of the Palms, and on behalf of my 12-year-old self, allow me to retort. And I'm like, oh, you loser. <laughs> I know, he's a giant nerd. But that's kind of... Like, you're fighting but Damien that was the Dark. Point, was like, it, it, and I thought they did a good job of like of it, stating that as the backstory. It was like He was a lonely kid who didn't have any friends because he was weird, and he was kind of too smart, and it didn't work out for him, and... and like this, he had this like Camelot where everything worked out, and like it was a, it was his little bedtime story that made everything kind of okay. Like he felt like he was part of something somehow, and and mm-hmm. like so that little twelve year old you know uh, forgotten child now gets to grow up and participate. And you know, I, like I know how silly all that is, and I was still rooting for him the whole episode. But part of why yeah, I was but- was because they had Nate being the the real actor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at the very end when he runs off after dark, you just get damn it, Ray. The subtext of that is stop doing stupid shit, Ray. Uh huh. Like, and you know, D- Damien is a, is a member of the League of Shadows. Like, Damien had trouble against Malcolm Merlin. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. He was killed by the only person to really beat Malcolm Merlin, which was Era. Oliver Queen. Mm-hmm. So, what are we to believe? What that, chance I mean, Raymond I of the Palms like, had? <laughs> yeah, against. I. I I would have been okay with him. Well, my I am Sir Raymond of the Palms, and on behalf of my twelve year old self, allow me to retort. And then Damien just runs over and slits his throat. I wanted that. that Not that I wanted Ray to die. I didn't want him to die, because, but I, I for a second I thought they actually were going to martyr in this episode. <clears throat> um, I feel like they should have killed him and let his legend live that way, and then hurry up and take him back to the ship and save him because <laughs> they could totally <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah. Um, it would just no, it would have been hilarious he, to see instead that. Instead he gets this the, he he does get a full story this episode when you look really closely at it cuz like at the end of the episode Nate um who I love Nate's stick the whole time too. He's just he keeps trying to save his dumb friend. Um mm-hmm. and it it did it. It kind of grounded it to have uh have him chasing around his his friend calling him a dumbass the whole time. Um mm-hmm. but it uh you get to the very end though and he has the same book where he he opened it before and saw Ray dead. And he mm-hmm. asks, like, well, do you want to know how you're remembered? And Ray's over it now. Like, he's 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 lived that part of himself. He's faced that, that lonely 12-year-old, and he's he's kind of, he's grown up. He has friends now. He got over mm-hmm. it. So he didn't even want to know what's in the book. But in the book, he's like, he's a revered hero. He has a cool story. It's just a little damn silly. Yeah. Like, See, it looked like, to me, it looked like they were they were crowning him king. Um, Which made me wonder if there wasn't more coming later. I didn't, I didn't know if it was a crown thing. I mean... Arthur's back. She had a crown. She was placing it on his head. Like, Arthur's back, so, I mean, they've got a king. I don't know. Maybe a... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Honorary king? <laughs> I guess. Uh, painfully bad line. You ready to get medieval out there? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on, guys. It was mandatory, though. Um, I guess so. And as much as this show has to be bad, yeah. a certain ratio of the time. Like, it just has to be. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know exactly... Um, what I was thinking when I wrote this down, but I just wrote down Sarah Lancelot's a lady love. Dude, it is getting annoying that every woman they meet in history, every historical figure that she comes, every across. woman in history. I mean, just just let her like say hi to a girl every now and then. Yeah, Ugh. and man, Guinevere's wig was bad. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what else was there? Oh, just something that made no sense. Um. Why would Arthur be out, like, why would the king be out hunting for the Black Knight alone? Why is that not, like, 
um what's his what's his uh his homeboy's name the guy who died Galahad. why is Galahad not out there with him i don't know i'm guessing because arthur likes to uh go it alone sometimes i don't know i don't know this all seemed kind of dumb but um there there are times where she where sarah looks like a good leader in times where she looks like a, a terrible one and this was a terrible one so over the course mm-hmm. of this episode you realize she made a decision uh mm-hmm. amaya questioned her decision so mm-hmm. she's already got crew members uh, getting uppity with her mm-hmm. and wasn't able to resolve the situation. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a captain, people are going to be uppity with you. They're going to question your decisions every now and then. The key to being a captain sure. is you you resolve the situation. Um, hopefully without resorting to because I said so. It's like the worst thing a leader could do. Um, but she doesn't resolve the situation at all. What she ends up doing is changing the way that she handles it when she has the opportunity the next time. Which now shows mm-hmm. Amaya that maybe she was right the first time, Sarah. So when the opportunity kind of, at, at the climax of it, um, we have Mick telling her, don't tell me what to do. We have other people hopping up off the ship. And then when Amaya finally says, no, you were right before, then Sarah agrees that she was right the first time. Like, this is, she, she just waffled all over the damn place and then let everybody, like, talk back at her. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently she can't, you know. Like, she wasn't able to pull rank effectively, and she wasn't able to resolve the situation, and all she did was, like, do whatever Amaya thought she was supposed to do the whole episode. Look, man, she she can't have her head everywhere, all right? She's already thinking with her dick. Yeah, I, I see that. Because every, like you said, every woman that she sees, she is female Captain Kirk at this point. Actually, you're right. You realize right. that? That's a good point. Like she. <laughs> That's a good point. And I think it was either you or somebody else that pointed out to me that, like, for all the all the the Kirk uh, sexing sexing aliens uh, drama that he, he only like made out with like two or something during the course of the show or something like that. No, it was the the over exaggeration is that is uh, every episode there were seventy nine episodes he only made out with eighteen women. Oh, okay, all right. So and only it was only two that he actually had feelings for, something like that. Uh, okay, the others were it was all just some sort of like mad scheme to get out of whatever entrapment they've been <laughs> well not okay but 18 out of 79 is still that's a good I, I'm, right. I'm happy to have that over generalization out there that that can stand um she's catching up real fast <laughs> yeah yeah she is yeah i mean good for her but damn guys stop writing that in it's just like we're going back we're going yeah. back to the well too often it's like we, I mean, we get it hell i mean i support it it's not even a question of that just going back to the same well too often that's that's getting a little like come on mm-hmm. man find another joke yeah, and knowing these writers, like I said, they're they're Star Trek fans. They probably they probably have went. Oh man, Sarah should be like Captain Kirk. If they point that out at some point, you've got a free card. We're back. Mm-hmm. Like if if you actually if Jax actually says something about like you know she she's kissed so many uh, historical figures at this point, she's like times Captain Kirk. I'd be like Jax, good good call. Writers, mm-hmm. you're back. We're all good here. Hit it, okay. Sarah. Yeah, but even at this point. Star Trek has has hung the lantern on that one. Like Star Trek Six, Kirk, like sixty year old Captain Kirk makes out with Iman on in like an alien prison. And when she takes off, McCoy just looks over and goes, What the hell is it with you anyway? <laughs> <laughs> they just they just need to <clears throat> just need to give it a new just give it a new twist is all. <laughs> I mean, anyway. it's really funny back in the day of like when she was uh, when they were about to like burn her at the stake and like you've corrupted all of our women. It's like in all fairness, they were easily corrupted. That was funny. That was funny. It was that good. was funny. No problems here. Or um, they were happily corrupted. Happily I corrupted. I think. Yeah. 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 
Um, I'll, I'll, as, as an end note, I'll say, you know, I didn't, I've, I've never actually read the, uh, any of the Camelot 3000 stuff in the comics. Nah, I've never um, gotten to that one either. So I'm sure I'm we're vaguely, missing a ton. Yeah, I'm vaguely aware of it. And, um, I would assume, like, if I, as, if I understood it correctly, it was Arthur in the round table, like, reincarnated into the future, into the year 3000, and they were like, biomechanical like futuristic knights of the round table i have no idea an idea that's a lot more dumb and a lot cooler somehow than this i mean <laughs> it's a cool idea and i I've, I've i hear good things about the the book i, I just it never has made it into my actual hands so mm-hmm. i'm sure there's like a ton of little easter eggs in there we didn't get yeah can't hit everything up no nope. sorry that was only like right. something I was vaguely aware existed, and then now it's on my radar. But that's as far as it made it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna try to find a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. Um, I've still got a few more things in the queue before that. But dude, um, I'm you, purposefully you... gonna try to find it before I read Animal Man. Oh, you bastard! <laughs> what did I what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I've, it's going to cost me like 70 bucks to ship that. I'm going to ship the entire omnibus to you, though. It's just going to show up on your doorstep with a, like, damn you, read it. <laughs> I'll read nothing that has a curse on the front. I know. Um, yeah, I'm uh, no. I'm good. I'm out. I was I was done with it. Yeah, okay. Uh, God only knows so... what, what Mick was thinking about when, they, when he destroyed that technology. <laughs> <laughs> That's mm. got to be rough. Yeah, it does. All right, guys, we are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. You can find us at the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, because we're a member of that stuff. So go check that out. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We talk to get people all the time. Every time you guys talk to us, we, we, we at least say something back. <laughs> Even if it's every only time. one word. <laughs> Maybe not every time. Yep. But most every time. Yep. Anyway, we're going to be right back with Arrow 514, the Sin Eater. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.